This is from Justin McCain, a podcast where Mike Robertson and Bob LaRue watch one critically acclaimed film and one terrible film and talk about how they are the same. Tell everyone where we are. So we're doing a special mm-hmm. mini, mini-sode, potentially. We'll find out when we look at the length of it. Yeah. Web, yeah. Norm, normie-sode, if it's the regular length. But um, the format's not normie. Now we're doing a different format this time. Yeah, we're in my backyard um, because, you know, COVID-19 is still happening. It is? Uh, believe it or not, oh. yeah. And uh, although... You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it based on the way people are acting. But that's a whole that's a whole other podcast, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're in my backyard, so you can kind of hear some ambiance. It's a, I think this is a good way to do something like this. I think so. This is great. Yeah, because we're social distancing. Yeah, but we can see each other, and editing it won't be as much of a nightmare. Also, and it's nice to see your face not through a screen. Exactly, and there's no delay unless. I delay my words <laughs> intentionally. So. I was wondering where you're going with that bit. That's nice. That's nice. It's a good little bit. So you can hear the the sounds of the neighborhood. There's a lovely fountain that won't, it's just on forever. So get used to that. Yeah. You can kind of hear like somebody has a motorized fountain. It's mm-hmm. like an le- electric based waterfall. Yes. Which is, that's our neighbors directly beside us. There's occasional dog barks. I think the neighbor Some... behind us was fixing a boat at a certain point. Yeah. So, you know, it's a live little neighborhood. So enjoy that. So based on those clues, try and locate us. Also. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scary thing about the internet is very little information needs to be shared for people to pinpoint locations. Yes. Like, have you seen, um, there's a documentary on Netflix called, uh, oh God, it's like, don't kill cats or don't hate cats or something like that. Don't F with cats. Yeah, that's it. And then they found the location of the person Based on a, a single frame from the YouTube video. Yeah. And they pinpoint it. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, Luke Magnata or whatever his name is. Yeah. It's just frightening that, you know, people can figure stuff out with almost no information. Well, just if you put a picture on the internet, it'll... They'll be, figure out the sun. They'll figure, they'll figure out, out the angle. Well, no, your photo just has your location data on it. Yeah. So, you can literally figure out where someone is if they post a photo. Wow. And that's how some people are caught, I guess, it sounds like. Horrifying. Horrifying. So, so yeah. yeah, we're in the backyard. It's scenic. It's There's no wind, which is nice. Cause yeah. I brought a wind sock and I don't have to use it, which is good. It's flowers. <laughs> nice garden. And Mike so, made like a nice dish for me. Yeah. Some like focaccia and broccoli and cheese and honey. Yeah. Delicious. It was, it was good. Yeah. And uh, I also made you a little... Uh, What's it called? The macaroon? Yeah, macaroon. I'm going to um, eat it after. I'm not going to eat it on microphone because we'll lose ha- like all of our listenership. Oh, because I was going to say, this is the ASMR episode. <laughs> yeah, that would be awful. Um, so sh- should we explain like what we're going to do? The ASMR mukbang episode. <laughs> you know what mukbang is? No, what, what is that? Uh, it feels like... I thought you just made that up. It feels like I'm always explaining perverted things to Bob. Well, you spend more time on the internet than me, I think. Um, what's a mukbang? Oh, mukbang is where... I think just women eat food. Like they eat more food than their body can handle. Oh. 
And they just eat it on camera. And as I understand it, maybe people buy them the food also. So it's like, I'm buying you this gigantic meal and you have to eat it in front of me. Isn't that, this could be totally incorrect, but I feel like I read about this and it's very big in Korea. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. South Korea, like you'll just see a woman eat like an XL pizza in one sitting. Yep, pretty much that's it. Should yeah. we change the podcast to that? People listen to us eat a giant pizza. Uh, if you want to. I would love that. Because we usually, we when before when we were like meeting up to record, we'd usually get pizza. The veggie korma. Yeah, veggie Every korma. Every goddamn time. Uh, yeah, so use the promo code from Justin McCain at Panago. And you won't get a discount. Or, or, Pan- or Panagopolis if you're living in ni- 1996. Was it called Panagopolis? It was called that in the 90s. You're so informed. Well, I lived through the 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, anywho, so coming over here to the backyard, Mike texted me. We were going to record another episode focused on a movie, but then he said, I wrote a quiz for you about rom-coms because I've been watching a lot of rom-coms throughout the pandemic. Yeah. Anyways, I've been watching a lot of rom-coms. And so Mike hasn't, I guess. No, I, wa- I mean, I've watched a few. Name one. Notting Hill. Nice, nice. Okay, recently? I mean, yeah, a couple months ago, two months ago. Um, anyway, so yeah, I've been watching a lot of rom-coms, and Mike wants to quiz me, and I don't know what's involved. Yeah, so I wanted to, because we were recording in the backyard, I was like, I figured, let's not do something serious. Let's have fun. Let's do something casual. Yeah. So I call it the backyard rom-com pod romp. Basically, we just talk about rom-coms. Sweet. Because just to capitalize on Bob's uh, excessive knowledge of rom-coms. I hope it's excessive. I, I feel like I'm going to be a disappointment. No, it's no, you won't be. Okay, well, we'll see. This quiz might be really uh, specific. Well, the quiz isn't the only thing. Right, Com- right. It's, it's the, the, the conversation, the freewheeling banter. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, do you like rom-coms? I'm fine with them. I love them. Yes, that was why I wanted to talk to you, because I wanted to go inside your brain a little bit, walk around, you know, kind of see what was, what's going on in there. Okay, all right. <laughs> So slip around on that smooth, smooth brain of yours. <laughs> Do a little slip and slide on your smooth brain. Uh, well, buckle up, everybody. <laughs> yeah, like rom-coms. What's up with those? Uh, I just think they're great. They're the cotton candy of the film world. See, this is, this is the quality content I'm looking for. Yeah, I think uh, they're fun, easy, predictable, funny. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it feels like you're you're just having dinner with an old friend when you watch a rom com because you know what to expect, but it's going to be kind of like a, a new setting and new characters, but everything else is going to be the same. You know what I mean? I I do know what you mean. That's what I like. It is digestible. What? Uh, someone drove by. See, that's the experience you get from a backyard podcast recording live yeah. from the backyard. Um. So, what is? Uh, why did you start watching rom coms? Like you've watched. Can you name the amount of rom-coms you've watched in the last, since 2020 began? I think in the last two months, I've seen 12 or 15. Jesus. Yeah, basically anything that's on Netflix or Amazon Prime, I've seen. Yeah. I just watched 13 going on 30, Mm -hmm. Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo. But I think the first one I saw, Notting Hill is what got me going. Okay. Notting Hill started it off. Why did you watch that in the first place? Boredom. Okay. So, I don't know. I was like sequestered in my house like we all were. So I yes. I wanted something easy. I didn't want to watch, you know, something heavy. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to like, I wanted to ease myself into what I thought was going to be me being isolated in the house for a full year. Yeah. Which turned out you could go for walks and stuff. And I didn't realize that until a few weeks in. Oh, I know. We all kind of didn't we, we all leave the house because bought, we, we were told the to. TP and, uh, you know, hunkered down for what was going to be a post-apocalypse. But uh, that didn't happen. And you can still go for walks and see friends in backyards. So it's worked out. But since then, that's why I started. It was just boredom. And now I love them. For, for the audience who can't see this, Mike is actively <laughs> being attacked by mosquitoes. Yeah. He's trying to be cool about it. So if there's any dead silence, just know that fists are in the air. Well, and then he did that thing. He like blew air out of his mouth to like blow it away. But they probably lo- loves the smell. Good smell, warm air. I mean, come yeah. on. It's like when you wake up and you're inside of a whale and it's like weirdly cozy. It's the same thing. That old chestnut. Yeah. You want to get in there. You want to yeah. cozy up. You want to ride around on that flat, smooth uh, tongue of the whale or whatever. Yeah, nice call. Just back. like my brain. Yeah, so smooth, Bob's brain. So smooth. Just want to writhe around on it. Um, um, if, you're in, if you're in the middle of a pandemic, I mean, I personally have found that I've been watching more movies that are, you know, familiar to me that I've seen before. Oh, really? Last night I watched uh, uh, Drag Me to Hell. Sam Raimi, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's good. Yeah, okay. Oh, I just watched um, uh, Cabin in the Woods for the first time. And? It is a good time. That is a funny fucking movie. Yeah. The premise is genius. It's an hour and a half even-ish. The cast is like, it's so self-aware and satirical. I loved it. Hmm. Yeah. I remember when it came out and I thought it was stupid. And then uh, watched it for the first time like two weeks ago. My brother-in-law forced me to watch it. No regrets. I've never seen it. It's one of the most fun movies I've seen in the last seven years. More fun than Paddington. Way more fun than Paddington. Wow. Is that the bear movie? Yeah. Oh, man. No, fuck He eats marmalade and is, just gets... I'm not just, into Paddington. Destroys, destroys property, essentially. No, uh, Cabin in the Woods is a good time. You should okay. watch it. Okay, well, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm just trying to like plant seeds to entice you to watch it, but it's really a great film. Thanks well, to my uh, brother-in-law. Well, 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 maybe we'll talk about it when we have the backyard uh, horror, horror pod romp. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, okay. That sounds great. Horror uh, horror pod explorer. Door. Mash. Mash. You like monster mash? Mon- yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The yeah. So like backyard a, a, monster mash. Yeah, there we go. Nice. Yeah. The monster cast mash. Smash cast. Monster Mass Cast. There you go. Boom. Nailed it. The Backyard Monster Mass Cast. I couldn't say that if you asked me to. And I won't. <laughs> um, is there like a rom-com that's familiar to you or no? I mean, no, I've seen a lot of them. I grew up watching the, I don't know if it's the golden age of rom-coms, but like I lived with my family growing up as a teen. Mm-hmm. So occasionally we watch rom-coms. Name, name one. Like what era? We Like what, like... We talking like Jeff Bridges peak or like what era? So like, I don't even know what that even means. Jeff Bridges is a rom-com guy? He was a romantic lead for a while there. Okay. Yeah, like in the late 80s. Oh, they, see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about J-Lo. I'm talking about uh, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Oh, you mean the 90s? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm talking about Julia Roberts' heyday for sure. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I remember I really, really, really like liked. Like Pretty Woman? Yeah. I, well, I really liked My Best Friend's Wedding. Back in, That's a great movie. Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dermot Mulroney is a fascinating... His name is fascinating. 
Yes. I think Dermot is hilarious as a name for a movie star. Dermot's like being named Kronk. Yeah. He's just a really bizarre name. It's like Irish or something, I think. Dermot or Dax. Dax is a weird name, too. Anyways. Is, is Dax a uh, leading man in rom-coms? Uh, no, I don't think uh, like Dax Shepard. Yeah. No, I don't think so. He just has mostly done comedies. Uh, we should do a Dax Shepard and uh, Zach Braff. Oh, yeah. Uh, like mini-sode called the Zach Braff and Dax Laugh cast. What about Dax nice. Braff? Dax Braff. Because it sounds like one of their names. They're like the same kind of movie star. Well, I was thinking of them because if you look at them, they look the same. They do. They their look face, the same. They, they sound the, the same. They have the same face. They, have, they, have, they, they sound the same. They both have uh, a podcast where they... What's Zach Braff's? It's called Armchair Shrekspert. <laughs> where he talks <laughs> he just, about... talks about he, Shrek. Ah, I love Shrek. Uh, you got to watch Shrek. It'll change your life. He just has the old guest from the previous episode of Armchair Expert, and he tries to have the exact same interview, but yeah. from memory. Yeah. It's very good. It's just like a, it's a psychological exercise, basically. But it's still called Armchair Shrekspert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, my, my best friend's wedding is a great movie. Yeah. That was actually the third movie I saw in the pandemic. Can you, okay, here's not, this isn't part of the quiz. Oh, okay, okay. But what, can you name all of the movies you watched in chronological order if that helps? Oh, I don't think so. Can There's you, a few in the middle that are, I may or may not have fallen asleep halfway doesn't through. Mean it does, that doesn't matter. So is Notting Hill first? Mm-hmm. Oh, is, I have a question. About a boy, I watched, because it has the same impact, but it's not a rom-com. Because it's about Hugh Grant and that kid, and then his mom, and they're just, they just become unlikely friends. It's like a rom-com for friends. I think that's a sub, sub-genre of rom-com, the mom-com. A mom-com. Because, because there's a couple of mom-coms snatched with Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about um, the other Amy Schumer one, Trainwreck. Trainwreck, great movie. Snatched, I watched that early on, too. Snatched is like an action mom-com because it's about her and her mom kind of like having a relationship. Okay. With similar rom-com tropes or like structure, but... May I ask? With action... Tropes also. May I ask, uh, the film Tag with John Hamm, uh, Michael Johnson. Michael John? No. Uh, uh, I can't remember. I love listening to podcasts and people can't remember the thing. <laughs> you know the movie where they play Tag? They're grown men and they play Tag for the month of May. It's called Tag. Yeah. That's like a friend rom-com too, I feel like. Yeah. Um, anyways, like I, I lo- also watched that early on. I love you, man. Is a good is like the quintessential like. Uh, I guess they call it a, back then. They called it a bromance movie or brocom. Yeah, but it's like a friend rom com or, but palcom or. I, I uh, watched that this recently. Is stupid. <laughs> Actually, I okay. love you, man. I watched recently. Um, anyways, so yeah, Notting Hill was first, and then I saw about a boy because I was on a Hugh Grant kick, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, it was made in Manhattan with J-Lo and McConaughey. And then I went on a McConaughey friend, uh, like ride. So then I did How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And then I did um, Ghost of Girlfriend's Past or nice. Boyfriend Girlfriend's Past? 
Yeah, Girlfriend's Past. That's right, yeah. And then I got... I feel like there's one more McConaughey movie I watched. Fool's Gold. I have not seen Fool's Gold. Um, Failure to Launch? No. Oh, I Wedding your, Planner? What? Wedding Planner? Yeah, Wedding Planner. Um, And then... Uh oh, geez. Hmm. What was after that? Oh, and then and then I watched my best friend's wedding with Robert Ju- or uh, Julia Roberts and Dermot Mulroney. And then I think I want to say there's one more Dermot Mulroney rom com in there that I watched. Was it the wedding date? No. Oh, you know what I watched though it was the wedding singer. Thank you for the reminder. Okay. Wedding singer was in there with Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. Okay. Um. I watched that at my parents' house, weirdly enough, not my house. Shout out to Doug. And Becky. And Becky. And my dog, Odie. Um, and then... Woof, woof. Uh, woof, woof, woof. Yeah, woof, I was woof. Wedding Singer. And then... Well, and then 13 Going on 30 was the most recent one. I feel like there were two more in there that I... Well, you watched that, oh, the Barbara Streisand one. Oh, yeah. The Mirror Has Two Faces with Jeff Bridges and Barbara Streisand. That was earlier. That was like maybe movie number four or five. Okay. And then... You also watched... Uh, does Funny Girl count? Funny Girl does count. Yeah. yeah, I watched Funny Girl as well. That was recent. That yeah. was like probably 12 days ago. And also Bat, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, yeah. I watched Breakfast at Tiffany's a yep. few days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. I, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Like, uh, what is it? George Papard? Is that his name? And then um, he's great. He's very charming. He had a weird career. Anyways. Um, and then... Um, Oh, oh, Roman Holiday. Boom. Yeah, Roman Yeah, Holiday. speaking of, uh, what is uh, Audrey Hepburn? There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Roman Holiday was great. And then I watched Roman Holiday and Breakfast at Tiffany's back-to-back because I was on the Audrey Hepburn train. So charming. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, I did not follow up on the Gregory Peck train, though. I, I love Gregory Peck, but I just didn't get into it. Understandable. Have you seen It Happen One Night? Remind me what that's about. Uh, they have to get somewhere, so it's kind of like a road trip comedy, and they hate each other. They it's it came it came out in like the 30s or 40s. Oh yes, with um Clark Gable, Clark Gable, and Debbie. No, not Debbie Reynolds. It's um oh, it'll come to me. She's great though. The female lead, great movie. That was a fantastic film. This is one of the best episodes that we've made so far. For just listening to an, a podcast and being frustrated because someone's like, uh, what's the, what's the name? <laughs> well, I'm, I don't have any pieces of paper in front of me. I'm just spitballing. Well, you're doing a good job. Thanks. So, yeah, so you've, you've got about 15 so far. Yeah, I think there's two more. Does Van Wilder count? No. Okay, okay, okay. Um... Did you watch any Nora Ephron? No. What the hell? Okay, this was a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Nora Ephron. Yeah, Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, I did watch. uh, Yeah, no, I've got, uh, I watched You've Got Mail. See, there you go. Yeah, so I watched You've Got Mail. I haven't seen Sleepless in Seattle yet because it's not on Amazon or Netflix. The only reason I'm watching stuff is like if it's presented to me. If it's not, I'm like, I guess I can't watch it. Well, we're living in the golden age of rom-coms. Yeah. Believe it or not. Because you'd think... That's not true because there's no rom-coms coming on the theater, but Netflix is pretty much single-handedly keeping the rom-com boat afloat. Yeah. Oh, you know what I watched was Crazy Rich Asians as well, rom-com. And another film I watched was, 
Whoa, spicy horn. Yeah. Um, that's the horn section. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Always Be My Maybe. Okay. Boom. I, I watched that recently as well. Great film. Very, very funny and charming. There's one more. I assumed you, yeah, based on talking to you over the last couple of weeks, it sounded like, what's what's Bob doing? It sounds like he's just watching rom I, I am. I'm compulsively watching them. Did I, And we put down 13 going on 30, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's ooh, right. There's a really strange film. I forget the name. It stars Mark Ruffalo and Tim Robbins and Gwyneth Paltrow, and it's about sex addiction. And it's like a romance rom-com, but it's all of these guys... Uh, Pink is in it as well. And the guy who sings in Frozen, can't remember his name. He's a great singer. I think he's did, the voice of Olaf. Did you say, yeah, Josh Gad? Yeah, Josh Gad is in it. Um, they're all in it and they all play like sex addicts. And then uh, Mark Ruffalo is the main character. And he he's 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 been like five years sober of sex or three years or whatever the system is. Oh, for, I've never heard of this movie it's called Thanks for Sharing. Yeah, Thanks for Sharing, yeah. I just So I just watched that on Amazon Prime, and uh, I would call it, it's a rom-com, I think, but it's it's about two things. It's about friendship, and it's about uh, romantic relationships. But it's a little more dark, but it's like very, it's a somber subject matter, but it's like very comedic. Hmm. And Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, Mark Ruffalo date in it. Cool. Yeah. Um, Might you- I ask? Mm-hmm. Brothers Bloom, the Ryan Johnson film. Yes. Adrian Brody and Rachel Weiss fall in love in that film. Mark Ruffalo is all also in it. I'm on a bit of a Mark Ruffalo uh, binge these days. But uh, what are your thoughts on that movie? Is that a rom-com? I can say that I've never seen it. Oh, okay. And I would also... It's like a caper film, but yeah. it's more about... No, it's a caper film. I take yeah, it back. It's, a it's not a rom com. It's not yeah. a rom com. It's a it's a maybe a rom cap. It, it is a rom cap or a com. Oh, cap. Um, speaking or of a that, Capcom. What are your thoughts on um, "To Catch a Thief"? I watched that recently. To Alfred Hitchcock, Cary Grant, Grace Kelly. Are you asking me? Yeah, is that a rom? Because it, it's very funny. It's like an adventure film, but. It, Maybe it's not a rom-com. I've never seen it. Well, the thing is, I would I would say, I would ask you, actually. Oh, can you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Eventually, we're just going to be like, do you hear this? <laughs> do you hear this? You hear this? A moose call. Well, uh, what is that? A lawnmower? Or a helicopter? Sounds like a helicopter. I hope it's a helicopter. Yeah, it's like, that's production value right there. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but we could also just, this could also just be a really beautifully constructed soundscape by a sound designer we could just be recording this in an, in an office could be we could be recording it in your kitchen uh what about his girl friday that's oh yeah that's a classic rom i watched that recently as well see wow john ford right yeah he directed that yeah that's a that's a real good movie it's a real good movie and people really talk really fast i love that movie yeah um yeah, so I think that pretty much that's all of them. I think there's another one I'm trying to think did you, of. Did, did, you want any, did you watch any Moncoms? Momcons? Moncoms. What's a Moncon? Like Marilyn Monroe rom-coms. No, actually, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, like uh, gentlemen prefer blondes or... Yeah, blonde, uh, blonde com. Some like it hot. No, yeah. I, I haven't. I didn't watch any. Okay. But, but yeah, you've got... I think you've got almost 20... So wow, that's nice. pretty good. Yeah, this is I have more a lot of free time, obviously, because I've watched yeah. all of these films. So, yeah, what would you say is like the best? I think Breakfast at Tiffany's and Roman Holiday wow. are up there. Wow. Yeah, I think Roman Holiday is a little bit better than Breakfast at Tiffany's. I think, 
you are wrong, but go on. Why? What? What, what, what do you mean? Well, I just found it boring. Did you? Yeah. I found it so endearing. I love that. I will say Breakfast at Tiffany's had a lot more nuance to it. Like both their characters are kind of like dirt bags. Um, and they found solace in, in each other. There's something, you know what? Maybe I'm going to change my answer. Yeah, I just love extreme racist stereotypes. So that's why <laughs> that's why I think Breakfast at Tiffany's is, yes, is a wonderful film. <laughs> yeah. Who who is that again? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney was yeah. also an ape. He in Planet of the Apes, wasn't oh, he? I thought you said was Mickey Rooney was also an ape. It's like Bob, he was a short man, but don't call him an ape. Okay? No, no, no. Wasn't he in Planet of the Apes? Uh or is that a different Rooney? I don't know. Which like the new No, ones? like the nineteen sixty eight Charlton Heston. He might have been the lead monkey. Anyways, yeah. Mickey Rooney, yeah. That that's the most upsetting part of that whole film. He was the number one box office draw from nineteen twenty nine to nineteen thirty one, spanning two decades. Wait, nineteen twenty nine to nineteen thirty one. So for three years he was the number one draw. Yeah, that's just a Simpsons joke. Mickey Rooney. Hi, Millhouse. The studio sent me to talk to you. Being a former child star myself and the number one box office draw from nineteen thirty nine through nineteen forty. Wow, spanning two decades. How'd you find us? Uh, they tapped your treehouse phone. Oh, okay. I didn't make that's that funny. Spanning two decades. That's a great bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's is a masterpiece. Awesome. Based on a Dalton Trumbo novel. Trumbo Dalton novel? What? You said Dalton Trumbo as if you were reading the phone book. No, isn't his first name Dalton? You're right, actually. I Trumbo that. is his last name. You're right. I take it back. <laughs> I got confused. Leave, leave this in. I got it. I got confused because Timothy Dalton's last name is Dalton. So. Right. Right. I thought it was only a last name. And Trumbo, for whatever reason in my brain, made sense as a first name. Right. Um, and uh, Yeah, so Breakfast at Tiffany's greatest film. Probably number one, yeah. Okay. And then Roman Holiday is number two. Yeah, you don't have to rank them because you watched a lot. But what was the... And uh, then... Okay, we'll go for it. 13 Going on 33. Well, sure. Okay, uh, then... Actually, no, I will say 13 Going on 30 is a very intriguing film. The moral, you know what I love about rom-coms? Here's what it is. The moral sure. is so obvious. And I agree with most of them. Go on. Like 13 going on 30, it's it's about not being uh, superficial and it's about being genuine and really appreciating the relationships you already have instead of striving to get more and more and more. Go on. So I think that's the moral of that story. Mm. And I like it. Obviously, rom-coms kind of ruin it because they're like, you know that guy who's ugly as a kid? He got hot. And now you feel stupid. Right. That's that's how they do it. And so I think the messaging's a bit funky, but the actual like moral is nice. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's true of most rom-coms. Even... Oh, you know what else? Uh, Maid of Honor with Patrick Dempsey. Boom. Mm. I knew it. There's one more. Oh, and Leap Year with Amy Adams. Wow. Yeah, those are two more I watched. Yeah. Wow, nice. I feel really proud about this list. Yeah, it's a pretty good list. Uh, Leap Year, not a good film. You know, is it the worst? It's near the bottom, yeah. What, yeah. Is, what is the bottom, if you had to say? Uh, yeah, Leap Year. Okay, wow. Leap Year is an awful film. Worse than Made in Manhattan? Uh, <laughs> Made in Manhattan is pretty bad. Okay, you know what? There's a bottom five. Main Main Manhattan or uh, yeah, Main Manhattan's pretty fucking bad. 
Um, well, we, we can we can like compile these on a list and put it on our letterbox letterbox page. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. So follow us on Letterboxd from Justin yeah, do. from Justin to Kane with a number two. Um, but yeah, so we'll make a list of all the ones Bob watched and then we'll rank them. Yeah. So that'll be fun because we haven't put a list on there yet. So this is we haven't. No, it's just this is where we just put our notes because I don't know Letterbox. I love that website. It's a cool website. Yeah. Um, okay, so do you watch the a lot of the rom coms? You yeah. liked all the you liked the ones you liked. You didn't like the ones you didn't like. I will say the art form of rom coms has really deteriorated because like it happened one night or Roman Holiday, His Girl Friday, like that stuff. Those are masterpieces. Did you ever see the Philadelphia Story? No, that's with James Stewart, right? I believe so. And Cary Grant is in it. I know. And same with she talks like this. Oh, uh, Catherine Hepburn. Cap- Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. Right? The other. The other Hepburn. The, yeah. le- the lesser Hepburn? Question mark. No, Catherine Hepburn was a beast. That's insulting. I know she wasn't as attractive as Audrey, but... No, I meant like career-wise. Oh, I see. She's a powerhouse, not a beast. <laughs> also, Betty Davis. I feel like I watched a Betty Davis movie recently. Anywho. Yeah. She did, out of all of the people I can think of, had be- she did have Betty Davis eyes for sure. Oh, definitely. She like, that really described her, I would say. Yeah, definitely. That's so, why they named her that. Did they? When she was born, they're like, this baby has Betty Davis eyes. Let's <laughs> name her Betty Davis. <laughs> And the, and they also wrote this song the exact in that exact moment too. Yeah, another rom com that has from uh, she's got Betty Davis eyes in it. This is a mini quiz. Oh, question: What is it? The song? Yeah. Beep 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 beep. That's a timer. It's done. Uh, the movie duets with Gwyneth Paltrow. Never seen it. Mm, well, that, you failed your first question wrong. Oh, have you seen Sliding Doors with Gwyneth Paltrow? I have not. That I would say. It's not. It's like a romance film. Yeah, I watched it two days ago. It's not very funny. Oh, so it's not. So it's not a rom com. No, it's a, just straight romance. Okay. Um, it's like the same story told twice with one event changing the trajectory. Yeah, and they tell them simultaneously by jumping back and forth. Well, that's that's something that I wonder. Like, what what makes it a a rom com aside from? I think it has to be the tropes. There has to be like a meet cute. Um, the protagonist has to be. Successful yet unsatisfied. Yes. I think um, they need to have a deeply flawed belief that they live their whole life by. Um, and I think there needs to be a best friend for both people. Does that not describe every character in every movie, though? That, it that it, they it have does, like but I think it's like the portion. Like, what? how much of it occupies the film? Like, the friend scenes in a rom-com are much... Bigger and more important than they are in other films. Okay, I think. Um, oh, I did. I did watch a very obscure rom com. What a couple of weeks ago, the Calgary Underground Film Festival was having some like screenings. Oh yeah, and it was all online, right? It was all online. So, but it was awesome because you basically just paid the ticket price, and then you could donate more if you wanted to support the festival. Nice. And then you could download the Roku app and then just watch these movies on on your TV. So I watched a couple of movies that are like film festival movies that probably won't be on demand for a long time mm-hmm. and definitely won't be in the theater. Yeah. But I watched one called, I used to go here and it was about, had Gillian Jacobs from Community. Can I interrupt for one second? Yes. Uh, Sleeping with Other People was the last one. Oh, Jason really? Sudeikis and Allison Brie. You said Gillian Jacobs and I was like, oh yeah, I watched all of Community and I was like, who else is in that? Allison Brie. Oh yeah, she's in that rom-com. Yeah, That's she's another in some one. rom-coms. I love Alison Brie. Yeah. Big, big fan. 
Yeah. Um, also, another. I want you to finish talking about this film with Gillian yeah. Jacobs. Yeah, you're, con- you're Kanyeing me right now. There, I am. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. But uh, what is up with Jason Sudeikis being a romantic lead? I don't know. He's he doesn't handsome. look or he's, sound. He's handsome. Or feel like he should be a romantic lead. Yet he is in multiple films. Because he has that. Uh, is that kind of bad boy quality? Well, he's, he's got like a southwestern accent. Yeah. And oh, is Roadhouse a rom com? With Patrick Swayze? Yeah. I don't know. I don't Or think Dirty so. Dancing. No. Okay. I saw both of those uh, like three days ago. I'm going to Patrick Swayze fit. Anyways. Yeah. Speaking um, of which, I'm going to let you finish. Thank Continue. you. Continue. So Gillian Jacobs was in this film. Oh, and it also had uh, Jermaine Clement. From, oh, yeah. Uh, but. The reason I think about it was because there was a best friend character mm-hmm. who she she just existed just so that Gillian Jacobs' character could call her right. and just tell her what was going on. And then that was it. That's lazy writing. Her character existed to be a like best friend to just to have so she had someone to talk to. And then she was like, Oh, I'm pregnant um, or I'm going into labor. Can you come and so she was also kind of the deus ex machina to get her out of the town. Really? Yeah. That's so. lazy, man. That's some lazy ass writing. But that happens in rom-coms quite a bit also. Sometimes there's like a best friend character who just kind of exists to be there for yeah. the other people. So speaking of uh, rom-coms with Gillian Jacobs, have you seen the TV show Love? Yes. Because it's like a three season rom-com. Yeah, it is. Yeah. With, him, with, with her and that curly haired dude with glasses. Yeah. Paul Rust. Rust, yeah. Paul, Paul Rust. Rust. Paul Rust, also from I Love You, Beth Cooper, which I think is a rom-com, maybe. Yeah, it is. Oh, um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. You see that too? Yeah, I watched that. Wow, geez. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, they're like coming back to me. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm your therapist right now. <laughs> but you're like you're a rom-com therapist, so yeah. you're just unlocking. This is excluding, like, I just watched a film called Regarding Henry with Harrison Ford and Annette Benning. Yeah, that's not a rom-com. No, but it was cool. Kind of neat movie. Mike Nichols yeah. directed it. Watched that two days ago. And then Gosford Park. There's a lot of romance in that. It's a funny movie. Robert Altman. Mm-hmm. But not a rom-com. It's it's about the ratio of the tropes. I think a rom-com has to have like a best friend, a meet cute, and uh, like somebody who's professionally dissatisfied yet uh, successful. And a fatal flaw that's ri- like ridiculous. And the conflict can be resolved with communication. With like seven words. Like a single sentence. Yeah. Just explaining how you feel. And everything goes away. Yeah. Sometimes when I watch movies, I think about the stuff that you don't see. Yeah. So, like, when a character gets mad at somebody in a rom-com, and then they just leave, and then you see... Where do they go? Then you see them, like, a week later or whatever. But there's all that other stuff in the middle where they're, you know, maybe on the bus, or they're maybe driving, and they're, like, sad about the stuff. Or... You know, potentially they talk to each other between that time and the next time you see them on screen together. Yeah. You just don't get to see that because of how it was edited. And that's really deceptive and scary to me. Yeah. That that's how movies trick me. Well, when you're writing, do you think about the scenes between scenes or do you just think about like, I got to get to this next scene? Uh, I do in the sense that I usually write those scenes and then cut them out. Oh, okay. Not do you, do you not just like to stretch it out and have a 400-page script? Or do you just write this, like, jot note the scene? Lord, no. It's just, I write a scene, I think that it is important to the story, and then reading it later, realize it's not. 
<laughs> and then I cut it out. Oh, I see. That's just revision. Yeah, it's just um, the editing. It's not like your it's process, just, like you have to flesh everything out. Oh, no. Out. It's just the second and third drafts where you're like, this isn't important. Why right. is this in here? It's just throwing stuff at a wall and just realizing that you really don't need that much information. Yeah. Is Wedding Crashers a rom-com? Uh, I think so. I also watched that recently. Okay, wow. Yeah, two two and a half weeks ago I watched it. Well, it was yeah, it came up on a list of rom-coms that I looked up, so. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, I saw that. Um So, I don't know. Is Superbad a rom-com? No. Okay. That's, well, okay. it is it isn't in that it's like a a friend, it's like a bromance. Yeah, it's like a bromance. Yeah, yeah. So I think Seth Rogen talked about how it was a rom-com about friends. Yeah. Yeah, so you were talking about kind of just like what makes it a rom-com, the tropes. Yeah, I think so, it's those simple tropes like right off the top. And uh, it's just if they occupy the majority of the film, it's a rom-com. Like rom-coms have the worst plots. They're so simple. You have yeah. like a meet cute, you don't like each other. You go back to your friend who's either your coworker or just like a bro who owns like a really neat apartment in New York. And you just have some beers and chat about it. Right. Oh, friends with benefits. Oh, did you see that M- too? Mila Kunis and uh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I watched that like four weeks ago. Not a good film and it does not hold up well. Some very offensive stuff in that movie. Is that the worst one then? No, no. I think uh, Leap Year is worse. So which is what? So Mila Kunis is opposite Justin Timberlake? Yeah. And what's the other one? It has Natalie Portman and um, Ashton Kutcher. Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher? I might just be making that movie up. Oh, no, it's like Natalie Portman and see Natalie Portman and Mina Ku, Mila Kunis were in Black Swan. Yeah, and they kind of played like two sides of the same coin. Yeah, uh, but then they were both also in two very similar rom coms that came out in the same time period. With not not too different from Ants and A Bug's Life and the Volcano and uh, Dante's Peak and stuff. Where there's like two movies that are pretty much the same movie. Yeah. Uh, Finding Nemo, A Shark's Tale. It is called No Strings Attached. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Okay. So nice. that's what it is. So nice we figured work. It out. No Strings Attached. Ooh, I might watch that tonight. Yeah, but it's basically the same movie as Friends with uh, Benefits. Friends with Benefits. Because you can even tell by the title. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it, three, three words as well. Yeah, like everything's the same. Is Knocked Up a rom com? Yes. I watched that recently as well. Jesus. I, I didn't like it. Upon re- like re- revisiting it. Why not? I don't know. It was like boring and not that funny, I thought. Well, I watched um, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, which I would say is probably a rom-com. Yeah. I didn't care for it. Yeah. Like Judd Apatow movies generally are too long. Way, I, I, way too uh, long. And they, the improv riffing, not a fan of. No, I find them all pretty boring. I just watched Funny People as well with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Not a great film. Not really a rom-com either, I don't think. No, no. It's just a it's straight a, comedy. It's a comedy drama. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of falls apart in the, in the third act. I agree. I agree. Or the the big, the second first act, I guess, is what it would be called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so your list went from, I think, 15 to maybe to like 30, 30 odds. So. Wow, I have a lot of free time. One full month's worth of rom-coms if you watch one a day. One a day? Yeah. yeah that's pretty good. I'm, I'm really proud of myself. You should be. You should be. I hope the viewers don't judge. The viewers, the listeners, don't judge me. And then, oh, you know what? There's one more rom-com I've seen. What? Uh, it's entitled Salo 120 <laughs> Days of Sodom. <laughs> oh, God. 
Is Phantom Thread a rom-com? Maybe. I, I think it's a rom-com oh, with like a bloody knife twisted. Here, make an, make an argument for okay. it right now. So, so, um, so wait, we're going we're gonna to introduce a new segment yeah. called, Is it a rom-com? Cool. So we've, we've got, uh, what is it, Leslie Mann and uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. They're siblings in the film. They're each other's best friends. Is it Leslie Mann? No. No, from the Judd Apatow movies. Oh, whoa. Are you thinking of, you think of <laughs> This Is 40? <laughs> I didn't enjoy This Is 40 either. I thought it was so long. Was that on this? Was, no, did you watch no, that? I, I watched that in theaters when it came out. Um, anyways. I, I watched This Is, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. No, 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 go ahead. I watched This Is 40. I watched This Is 40 um, alone. Yeah. In Toronto. Uh, on a bed. On... Were you naked? No. But I, okay. I either okay. watched it on my computer. No, I watched it on like my my Wii U screen. Oh, wow. Which is like a Nintendo console that had a little screen on it. And Netflix. I watched it on my Wii U screen, I believe. Uh, and I ate an entire pizza all alone. Because <laughs> I was the only one at the house at the time. But the pizza I had one from uh, Cineplex doing the, what's it called? Did you film yourself eating the pizza and charge no. money for it? I Dude, didn't know. Come on. Oh, yeah, I know. I could have got some this sweet... It's called sweet, a side hustle. I, might have, I think mukbang wasn't a thing back then. Oh, but, you could have invented it. Yeah, but I, I won it through time play. Yeah. And I went and saw The Place Behind the Pines. Yeah. Like that drama. And it was, I was one of three people in the theater. Oh, and really? I, and I was the only one doing time play. So I nice. handily, handily defeated the competition. Place Beyond the Pines movie. is a great movie. I just watched it recently. I haven't seen it in a while. It's awesome. But, uh, but we're getting off topic. Yeah, so Phantom so. Thread is a rom-com. Here's why. There's a meet cute. Yes. Okay. And I think there's immediate opposition between them. They meet in the restaurant. He orders all this food just to like be funny, but also he has a large appetite. And literally and metaphorically. If anything, he was, what is it called? Muck? Muckbang. Muckbang. Well, Phantom Thread, you can't spell Phantom Thread without Muckbang. Yeah, he was muckbanging her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she was watching. And then she took advantage of the muckbanging later. Anyway, so they, they have a meet cute. He, um, Woodcock, whatever his first name is. Yeah, Woodcock, Mr. Woodcock. Yeah, he has, his best friend is his sister. The character Mr. Woodcock was formerly played by Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a sequel. Um, so there's the best friend. Yes. Uh, You're right. It's, they, a, it's like his female coworker. Yes. Or sister and is his sister. It's his sister, yeah. yeah. And she's very, like, manipulative. And often the friend, the, the friend goes two ways, I find, in a rom-com. They either, like, give great advice and help, or they have an ulterior motive, and the advice they give damages the relationship between the couple or, or whatever. Um, so I think, yeah, that happens because the sister is kind of mean and bossy and manipulative and she's very controlling and likes the status quo yeah. of their lifestyle. Um, they end up like dating and hitting it off, blah, blah, blah. And then they have their like classic falling out that all the couples do, I find, and all the rom-coms. Also, would Drive be a rom-com? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. We should do a... It's not funny. Yet another segment in the same episode of... It has is it the a tropes. It's like built on the romance of the two of them. Yeah. But they can't be together because of uh, Oscar Isaac. But we're not talking about... No, we're talking no, about Phantom talking about Phantom Sorry, Thread. sorry. Um, can you think of anything that makes it not a rom-com? It is funny. He yells at like the power dynamic. 
Right. It is a workplace comedy. Well, what, what, have you seen uh, Bounty Hunter with Gerard Butler and Catherine Hagel? I've only seen Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, um, yeah. So Bounty Hunter with uh, Gerard Butler and Catherine Hagel. I think it's Catherine Hagel. Two unlikable leads. I'd say. Yeah, they're awful. Yeah, but they're in this movie, and like he, I think he like throws her in a trunk and stuff because she's on the run. Yeah. So I, I don't think a power dynamic or any sort of male abuse mm-hmm. is it can detract from the fact that it is by definition a rom-com. Well, love actually has a lot of abuse or like tons, tons, lots of just like weird power dynamics. The movie by the same writer, actually same director, I think too, uh, in time, actually a lot of rom-coms have kind of like a creepy male lead. Definitely. As like, that's well, the trope. Matthew McConaughey in um, the wedding planner is creepy. Yeah. He's, exactly. He's bizarrely lecherous for the first half of the movie. Yeah. And he's getting married the whole time. Yeah. He's engaged and planning the wedding. Well, it's just... And he a, doesn't love her, but he doesn't like really explain that up front. So you're like, this dude's just obviously trying to cheat on his fiance. Hollywood has made the white male lead like the default to such an extent that they can kind of get away with crap like that. Yeah. And, uh, and we think it's charming. Yeah. And it never, it really isn't, but it seems to be the norm. Yeah. Um, and like deceit is charming. Also, a lot of these films have deceit. I think like deceit is like a major aspect of every rom-com because there's always pretending to be something you're not. And there's always, there's always the truth and they ignore it to do something. So like in The Wedding Planner, she, she then is helping them plan their wedding, but she's in love with Matthew McConaughey yeah. and befriending the wife. Same with like Maid of Honor, same deal. Um, my Best Friend's Wedding, same deal there. Also, another film I just remember. There's one with Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. Runaway Bride. That's what it's Runaway called. Bride. Runaway Bride. That's, That's right. also add that to the list. Boom. Did you see Dr. T and the Women? No. What's that? I think it's a rom-com. It's, oh. ma- it's like an ensemble rom-com with Richard Gere where he plays a gynecologist. Wow. And it's directed <laughs> by Robert Altman. Robert Altman. What a funky... Well, also like Robert Altman... Yeah, what a weird guy, because, uh, I mean, he's got a lot of great films on there, but Popeye, great film, but also Robert Altman directed it. So weird. Yeah, yeah. Just so these long, you know, super wide, uh, but the camera just slowly zooms in to, like, focus on the thing it's trying to focus on. Yeah. Yeah, long takes, and um, but it's Popeye. <laughs> What a, I loved Popeye. Yeah, Popeye is actually an amazing film. Ooh, Punch Drunk Love rom-com? Yeah, it's like, I think Paul Thomas Anderson was playing on rom-com tropes. Add it to the list, my man. Popeye made me think of that because there's a, Did what is it, right. Sissy Spacek? Or Shelley Duvall sings, Shelley right? Duvall, yeah. No, I watched that movie recently too. Yeah, nice, nice. Wow, you and I are so in sync so with movie watching. Yeah, but we were talking about Phantom Thread. This is like a- Yeah, sorry, I keep, I we keep lost, dodging. We lost the thread. Yeah, we did. It's a phantom third. We can't um, see it. I, I do think it's a rom-com. I think, again, it's like Paul Thomas Anderson playing with the genre. Mm-hmm. So it's a very funny film, but it's very twisted. And there's poisoning, there's deceit, um, there's major power dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, but they fall in love at the end. They fall in love and she she topples his masculinity and his power. Yeah. And his business by almost killing him multiple times. But it's fun. It's like a very fun, twisted rom-com and the music really plays up the how much of a romantic comedy is too just like the, yes the haunting strings strings and piano all that johnny greenwood goodness yeah 
Um, oh, you know what? There will be blood as a rom com between Daniel yeah, Plainview on. and Oil. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's trying to fuck the ground. Yeah, it's true. Pump oil out. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And like they go to the old uh, diner for a milkshake at the end, right? Yeah, I haven't seen it. You've never seen? No, just kidding. I'm oh just my kidding. god, that would that would blow. I just my understand. Mind. I understand they have a milkshake at the end. <laughs> And there's bowling, like classic dating scenes. Yeah, the classic. Ooh, is American Graffiti a rom-com? Uh, I haven't actually seen it. I've been meaning okay. to watch it. Okay, I don't think it is. It's like an ensemble kid, like, coming-of-age story. Yeah, I, I think that's more coming-of-age, yeah. for sure. Um, anyways, I, th- I do think Phantom Thread is, like, Paul Thomas Anderson's version of a Victorian, or, like, well, not Victorian, I guess, like, Elizabethan. No. The 50s? What, what era was that? Elizabethan? What the nineteen fifties? The Elizabethan? Is <laughs> that Queen Elizabeth II, or is that the first Elizabeth? You know what? Elizabethan times was the first Elizabeth. Yeah, the exactly. crazy one. Yeah, no, Never I think mind. we're in Victorian. No, we're not even Victorian. Victorian was the eighteen eighties to nineteen twenties. I think. I don't see the. I don't. I don't care about queens. No, give not the only queen I give a damn about is a killer queen. I'm talking about my boy Freddie. Yeah, okay? yeah. Uh, and but not Bohemian Rhapsody. That way we can. Uh, suck a butt <laughs> and it has and it has That's, people hate that movie people hate that movie it won like what 12 Oscars or something yeah it nominated for a bunch and it won best editing didn't it yeah and and it's the, the worst edited it, film it was of the all worst, time well yeah the joke is it was the most edited film right? <laughs> oh I see I see okay well then it's deserving of the award yeah exactly Um. okay so yeah I think Phantom Thread is a rom-com well then there you go I judges will we give it to him the judges is the squirrel in the tree behind Bob. And yeah. Bob, and yeah. the squirrel seems kind of pissed. Yeah. So we'll see. The squirrel wants my focaccia. <laughs> Get away, squirrel. But uh, yeah, any other like insights you want to share about rom-coms? Like there's uh, uh, there's some movies that are dramatic rom-coms. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think Sleeping With Other People maybe is considered that has some it dramatic is. elements. Is Serendipity like a rom-com? Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. That one, I think, is kind of like a romantic comedy drama-ish movie. Okay. You know what? Sliding Door, Doors with yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow is a rom-com. Okay. I'm going to say it. We'll, we'll let the fans decide if they agree or not. Yeah, sound off, canines. Yeah, sound off. <laughs> Our parents, my aunt, a um, couple friends, they'll tell us. Oh, actually, one thing that I was going to, when I was, when I brought up the lesser Hepburn. Yeah. That being Catherine. Yeah. Hepburn haters, where are you at? Why do people hate Catherine Hepburn? Kate haters, that's what we call it. Oh, Kate them. haters, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. better. The Philadelphia story is like, so there was like a subgenre of rom-coms that were themed around divorce. Oh, that, yeah, that that's was right. Like, where they were like, hey, divorce is bad. Oh. Let's make some movies about how divorce is, is a bad thing. It's only a bad thing. So it's just only about not pe- work out. people who get divorced and then fall in love again. But basically kind of like reinforcing that monogamy is like this all important thing. And, and the only system, the only system that works, worth a damn. right? Like that's what they're suggesting. Has there been a polygamous rom-com? No, I don't think so. Should we make the first poly rom-com? You want to? Yeah, I can't think of one, but yeah, that's because you were talking earlier about how they often send regressive messages. But well, they do. They're all heteronormative. Yeah. They're often white exclusively. Yes. Um, they're rich. They're always rich stories. Like there, there's never people who are without wealth. Um, like everyone's successful in business. I find, especially in the um, the 2000s and the 90s, like nobody was low income. Any character, yeah. And people are always living in New York, and 
able to afford extremely expensive like lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Regardless, friend style, you know. Yeah, friend style. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess class is not really a thing in uh, no. rom-coms. It's very middle class or very upper middle class. There, like you uh, actually you, made Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. She was a true. maid, and like that's the yeah. The, she's like she's kind of looked down upon for being a maid. Yeah, it's like a Cinderella story, I guess. So yeah, but you you don't see that very often, and I think even that depiction's not exactly addressing people in different economic situations. Yeah. Um. That one is the yeah. one. With, that's the one with Ray Fiennes, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, which is the one? The wedding planner, right? Yeah. Is that the one with the M and M's, the brown M and M's? Yeah. So, is that all about it being authentic? Could be. Just I like, don't know. I don't like the M and M with the shell. I feel like the brown ones are the most chocolate because they don't got anything to hide. Well, it's really uh, ahead of its time for two thousand two or two thousand one when that came out. Yeah. Or well, even two thousand, maybe. Well, regardless, around that time was definitely the time where people were talking about inner beauty. I, I do think there, there's something really antiquated about those rom-coms. And that's changing. Like, Crazy Rich Asians, obviously, is, is, is a change of pace. Um, even though it still has some of the, like, tropes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, those, those things are starting to change. Um, is, that yeah. mo- is that movie worth watching? I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely like a Hollywood film. Yeah. But it's fun. I, okay. I had a good time. Okay. Always Be My Maybe is a good time, too. Yeah, okay. I'll watch that one. I yeah. like Ellie Wong. She's really funny. And it's nice to have a film. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's just good to have like newer rom-coms. Yeah. Yeah, super funny. Okay, well, let's uh, get to... I have a little rom-com quiz I made okay, for great. Bob. For the, Hit me with For the it. backyard rom-com pod romp. So, I'm going to do a little quiz here. I'm nervous, jeez. So, the rules of the game. Um, I ask you a question. Yeah. Try and give me as many answers as possible. Oh. Because a lot of them are just like, name as many of these things as you can. Right. But there's some other ones where it's just one answer. Okay. So, I haven't really made up the rules. (laughs) So, I'm going to make them up right now. Great. So, you get a point for every answer you get right in the name as many as you can questions. Yeah. And then the ones where it's just like, there's only one answer, you get 50 points if you get it right. Because they're, they're harder. Oh, okay. I see. I see. And because you're not competing against anybody, if you get above 25 points, you are a rom-com... Connoisseur? No. That's the worst. So you, yeah, I'm the one making the game. You sorry, don't, sorry, You don't sorry. interrupt me. I'm so a sommelier you, of rom-coms. Yeah. So no, you're not a sommelier. You're you're basically a rom-com uh, raccoon. You're like a garbage eater. <laughs> so when you, if, you, if you get 30 points or more, yeah, you are a rom-com sommelier. And then if you get 50 points or no, wait, yeah, then you're like, yeah, you're a rom-com scientist, I guess. And Great. Then if you get 100 points, then you are uh, a rom-com odd god. Okay, nice. And then 150 points you get, you are, I don't care, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when it was going to stop. I, I mean, I do. If you get 750 I, points, you're going to. Uh, I haven't done the math on I, it. I'm going to give you $8. I haven't done the math on any of this, so I don't know if it actually makes, any of that math makes sense. I'm really worried I'm just going to botch this. Uh, name as many Audrey Hepburn rom-coms as you can. Audrey Hepburn? Yeah. So we got Roman Holiday, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Is there one called like Funny Faces? Funny Face. Funny Face, yeah. 
I'll give you uh, I'll give you a half point for okay, that. Okay, thanks. Said, that's it. That's all I you got. You made up plural and it wasn't plural. Oh man. Dang it. I can't think of any other ones. You can. Can I? Sure. Oh geez. You got the easy ones for sure, but Yeah. Well, I'm not super familiar with her. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm what not, are they? I don't I'm not timing you, but just let me know when you give up. You give up? Yeah, yeah, I give up. Okay. For the listeners' sake. So you missed you missed charade. Oh, damn it, with Cary Grant. Yeah, Sabrina, Paris When It Sizzles. Damn it, I've, I've seen Sabrina and I've seen Charade. Well, then you could have got those right. And, and right. Sabrina was remade with Harrison Ford in the 90s. Uh, How to Steal a Million and Love in the Afternoon. Uh, I've never heard of those. Yeah, neither have I. Damn, Sabrina and Charade, I should have remembered. Paris When It Sizzles sounded like a made-up name to me. So, what is it? Have you seen it? Hell no. Oh, okay, okay. So you got three points. Nice. No, two and a half points. <laughs> so you're not even... Anywhere near. Uh, you thought I was going to do better on that, didn't you? I actually did think you were going to get most of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, or at jokes least, on you. At least, I am not that smart. At least five of them. Okay, the next one is, what is the name of Mickey Rooney's racist character in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's? We're not giving him a platform by acknowledging him. We're just acknowledging that it is racist. Oh, I can't remember, Mike. Okay, I will knock... 10 points off yeah. for every letter I give you from 50. Because you get 50 if you get it right. Give me the first letter. Okay, okay. So you get 40 points if you get it right. Starts with a Y. Mr. Y. <laughs> Fuck. Starts with give a me, Y. Give me, the, give me the second letter. Okay, so you get 30 points if you get this right. Mr. Y, U. Mr. U. I know he's like a photographer and she always wakes him up. She's buzzing into the apartment. That's he not keeps, his name. He keeps saying he's going to call the cops on her. Yeah. He's got really large protruding teeth in the film. Sure, yeah. Yeah, we all, yeah. He's bald. We know that, but that's not his name. What's the next letter? <laughs> okay, so you get 20 points, I guess. Uh, N, Mr. Yoon. Uh, uh, fuck. Today, Junior. Okay, you get, I'll give you one more letter. Okay. So you get 10 points if you get this right. What? Mr. Uni, A-Y-U-N-I. Okay. And there's still two syllables left. You got an extra hint. Yeah, it's not Unikawa. I have no idea. Okay, so it's Mr. Uniyoshi. Uniyoshi, right. I wouldn't have guessed that. There's okay. no way, dude. Zero points. Mr. Uniyoshi, right. Played by Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, okay. Next question. Name yeah. some Matthew McConaughey uh, rom-coms. Okay, so we've got uh, The Wedding Planner. Yes. How is a Guy in 10 Days? Yes. Uh, a Ghost of Girlfriends Past. Yes. Um, I, gave, I gave you some answers earlier, actually. Did you? Yeah, when we were talking about this. Oh, Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold. Yeah, I've actually seen Fool's Gold. Oh, fuck. And then you gave me one more. I can't remember it. I did. That's as, it. I'm, as, I can only name the ones I've like watched. Su- okay, I'll give you a hint, and this is a free hint. Has Sarah Jessica Parker in it? No idea. He plays an incel, believe it or not. Does he? Really, yeah. really sexy incel? Yeah. I have no idea. Failure to launch. Failure to launch. So that's, that's when you didn't get. Uh, EdTV, Google qualifies as a uh, rom-com. Because okay. him and Jenna Elsman, I guess, fall in love and is basically the poor man's, a bargain bin Truman show. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, bargain bin. My boyfriend's back. It's a rom-com from the 90s. He had a, he wasn't the main character, but he was in it. That's like super. Uh, that's a super bonus point. And yeah. tiptoes, tiptoes. What the hell is that? It's the movie where he, Kate Beckinsale, he goes, he meets Kate Beckinsale's family, and they're all little people. <gasps> 
we're going to do this one, aren't we? We were talking about we're, it. We should still, I think we should do that movie. And, it's a bad and film. And Gary Oldman, um, oh. Commissioner Gordon is like the lead little person. Tiptoes. Insane casting because, you know, obviously he's not a little person. So. Yeah. Man, that's funny. Yeah. Oh. Okay, cool. I think we should still do that film. Yeah, we should. Uh, so four points there. So, so far you have six and a half points. Wow, I'm doing terribly. I could have yeah. 56 and a half points right now. Yeah, you could have 56 and a half. <laughs> so you, the next one worth 50 points. This, I'm literally, I, yeah, I don't know if the, this math works out as being a good game or not. But, okay. Uh, the next one is Spell McConaughey. Oh, no. <laughs> MC. Yes. C. Yes. Which one is little, the first or the second C? The first. Good. So capital M, lowercase c, uppercase c. Good. O. You can spell it out. I can use it in a sentence. Is it O? Yeah. Come on, Maca- man. N? Mm-hmm. A-U? Yes. H? Ooh. Ooh. G-H? G-H. Why? Is that, a- your, is that, is that your is that your final answer? Oh my god! Don't I'll, do this to me. I'll let you. I'll let you meander until you come up with the answer, and then submit it as your final answer. Why? So it's not McConaughey. There's no no a y a y. That's your final answer. McConaughey. C G H A Y. Okay, you're going with a y. A y. The fact that I keep asking that means it's not right. But go on. Is that you're going with? Are you kidding me? McConaughey. McConaughey, yeah. So I said it's not McConaughey like horse. It's McConaughey like what's up? It, oh, it's EY. Freaking yeah! I'm gonna give you that one. Nice EY. Okay, fuck. That was tough. <laughs> you got well. You were you got 95 percent of the way. I might as well give you that because I think you're gonna need you're all gonna, the help you're I can need get. all the points you can have. So yeah, I'm gonna give you. So that far, one. I'm a garbage eater or whatever you called me. No, you've yeah. 25 points was your uh, rom com raccoon, which. Oh, okay. So you're so I'm a sommelier. You're a sommelier, yeah. Hey, we need to get you, we need to get you to a rom com pod god. I I want to I want to be there. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to sleep tonight unless I get there. Next question: Name as many Dermot Mulroney rom coms as you can, and there's surprisingly a lot, and some of them are questionably categorized as rom coms. But he um he had a really good run in the '90s. So sure. you've got um I can only think of two. From my the best 90s. friend's wedding. Yes. And oh fuck! And I'm not talking about where he's the the romantic lead. No, just he's in it, right? He's just in it because he was in movies. Damn it! He was really good at he was he had so many supporting roles in the '90s. You know what? I think that's the only one I can name. Okay, that's the only one I've seen. Okay. Well, according to Google, these are the Dermot Mulroney rom coms. Yeah. Uh, My best friend's wedding, The Family Stone with SJP. I haven't seen it. Uh, Also, of Failure to Launch, uh, The Wedding Date. Haven't seen it. Probably straight to video for all we know. Yeah. Uh, must love dogs. Haven't seen it. Must love dogs? That's that a can't rom- be a rom-com. It's a real movie. No way. Yeah, it's characters who love dogs, and that's like a priority for them. So much that they must Like they, wow, okay. What else? Uh, Griffin and Phoenix, which Lord knows what that is. I have no idea. what. I haven't heard of any of these movies. Sounds fantastical, but it's not. I think it's just character names that are wacky. Uh, Georgia Rule. Mm-hmm. No. Lindsay Lohan's in that one. Oh. And then Career Opportunities. Never heard of it. A film from the 80s with uh, famous for its inclusion of Jennifer Connelly as a teen. Oh. So uh, My Best Friend's Wedding is the only point you got for the Dermot round. That was a tough one, dude. Yeah. Well, Dermot Mulroney's a deep cut because he wasn't like your quintessential leading man. But he's handsome. 
he is handsome and he's got a big chin. Like he's he's got all the stuff you need to be a leading man. But yeah, but his career is a little funkier. So, twenty twenty is uh, there's a lot of rom coms that came out this year. Really, name, name as many as you can. A lot of rom coms came out this year. Yeah, like on Netflix. Well, yeah, pretty much all on Netflix. Oh shit! If you get any of these, I'd be surprised actually. Uh, let me let me let me think. And if you didn't don't get any of them, there's some homework for you. Yeah, no kidding. I got like a whole list of movies I got to go watch. I did a bunch of research for you, really. This is what this quiz is about. Yeah, this is, if anything, I'm just getting stuff out of this. <laughs> so well, I'm definitely not. Yeah, you're, you're losing. Oh, 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 oh. Um, with Gillian Jacobs and the guy who uh, was in Game of Thrones, he plays a DJ. She goes on a trip. That one. And then The Wrong Missy with David okay. Spade. Yeah, The Wrong Missy's on there. And um, there's another one. Um, with uh, the gal from SNL and she texts that guy or like they hook up and then she gets ghosted by him or and she sends a really hurtful message and then he phones and he was in the ER in Mexico and he couldn't he couldn't get to his phone for three weeks and then she and her friends fly to Mexico to get the phone and delete the message. Oh, the one with Nassim Pedrat in it? Yeah. Yeah. Does that uh, count? Is that a rom-com? It's and the like, other film was Ibiza. It's like a chick flick. Yeah, Ibiza came out in 2018. Oh, 2018. Damn it. So the wrong Missy, I guess. What was the, yeah, Nassim Padrad is in that one. And that one is 2020, I thought. Yeah, you're right. It did come out on Netflix like two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, that's called Desperados. Desperados, thanks. Uh, and then that's I'll, it. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you five points for that because I wasn't on my list. Oh, wow. But, See, here now I'm teaching you. So you get five points for that. You get the five one point for the wrong Missy. So you get six yeah. points. Have you seen the wrong Missy? You get minus one point. You get minus six points for getting a beats his ear wrong. Oh. No, no. <laughs> I haven't seen the wrong Missy. Is any good? It's terrible. Okay. I saw the first 15 minutes and shut it off. But props to um, them for casting Lauren Lapkus in that movie. Yeah. Because she's funny. Um, so the Lovebirds. No hmm. idea. I don't know. Yeah. The Lovebirds to all the boys I love before PS I still love you. I guess it's a sequel. Oh, right. So you didn't get that one. You didn't get airplane mode. What the fuck? No. A nice girl like you. Never heard of that. Palm Springs. Nope. Came out like two weeks ago. Has Andy Samberg in it. No idea. Oh, right. That's, that's, um, that's a Sundance film though. It's not on Netflix. It's on Hulu now. Oh, it's on Hulu. Right. Hulu bought it for like 19 million. It's like a record amount for an indie film. Mm, questionable choice, but. I mean, apparently it's amazing. Yeah, I have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, the reviews like look stellar. I heard it's good. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Um, Last Christmas, you've you've seen this film. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, what uh, was the name of the band that the song "Last Christmas" came from? Wham. Um, I'm gonna give you 25 points for that because it's a two-parter. George Michael. No. Who is the other member of Wham? <laughs> Isn't this a joke in Eurovision? It is, yeah. Yeah. Should, so if you watch Eurovision, you should know this. Oh fuck! Uh, I I couldn't. I have no idea. I'd have to pull out my phone. Andrew Ridgely. Andrew Ridgely. I love that because they're like, no one knows the other person at Wham, and he's like Andrew Ridgely. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That's a good. The last Christmas. Good, good, good question. Is I was wondering if you're gonna bring it up. Is that a rom com? It is. It's not a, isn't it sad? Don't they cry at the end? Yeah, but it's a rom-com. It's a comedy. I guess people will cry Amelia Clark, uh, like her character is very rom-com. Is she funny? She's super funny. Okay, that's She's good. so charming. Yeah, She's my celebrity crush. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Name three rom-coms with the, like, it's like a sub-genre revolving around the conceit that, like, time is either looping or 
can be manipulated. What, like, the characters can do it? Yeah, sometimes what? the characters can do it or they're trapped in, like, a... Move in like it's a like Groundhog Day. Yeah, so that's an easy one. Yeah. Time Traveler's Wife. That a rom com? I I would say it is. I, oh, okay. I With Rachel know. McAdams and uh, Donald Gleason. Uh, no, that's not Time Traveler's Wife. Oh, what am no? Uh, what I'm, am I thinking of? That one has Charlize Theron in it, doesn't it? Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah, I've, I I obviously that's, am thinking of the wrong movie. It's based on a book. What's the so oh. Time Traveler's Wife is not a rom com? I guarantee it. Yeah. Well, what's the I don't movie? Think so. With you're, you're, yeah, you're on the right. Donald Gleason and Rachel McAdams. Yeah. What's the name of the movie? I don't know. You don't know? Time Warp? I don't know. Uh, it's called About Time. About Time. Yes, yes. And then isn't, couldn't you say Leap Year? I don't know what happens in Leap Year. So that. Leap Year, uh, Amy Adams wants to propose to her boyfriend in Ireland on Leap Year. So the last day of February, which only comes up every four or five years. I would I would say that fits within that conceit. Okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. You need the points. And... Hmm, there's one more on your list? And we literally just talked about it. Did we? Yeah. Can I have a hint? Nope. <laughs> you should Wait, be able to guess. How long ago was... Like, was... literally 2020 rom-coms. Oh. That, there's your friggin' hint. 2020 rom-coms. It's not the wrong Missy. No. I have no idea. Uh, supposedly Palm Springs is like a Groundhog Day-esque movie. Oh, really? See, I haven't seen... I don't know anything about it except that Andy Samberg's in it and it was sold for a ton of money. Yeah, so you got two points there. Nice. Nice. So I'm not uh, doing very well. Got a couple questions left. I think I only have three or four questions left. Cool, so. let's do it. Um, name all of the celebrities you can in Crazy Stupid Love. Ryan Gosling. Yes. Emma Stone. Yes. Uh, Steve Carell. Yes. Kevin Bacon. Nice. Um, oh, shit. Steve Carell's wife. She has red hair. Mm-hmm. Julianne Moore. That's right. And famous from the Paul Thomas Anderson rom com Magnolia. And his other rom com Boogie Nights. Yeah. Uh, so there's two more two more famous celebrities. I, I oh you know what? Crazy Stupid Love should be on the list too, because I watched it recently. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um oh sh- You watched so many rom coms. I know, man. It's gross. This pod romp was totally a good idea. <laughs> um there's two more on the list. Yeah. One of them is like better known for being a singer. Better known for being a singer. Yeah. One's good. Okay. I'll give you two hints. One's better known for being a singer. One of them is better known for, one's an Oscar winner. Previous Oscar winner in the early nineties for, oh. for a comedy. Oh, shit. I'm just trying to like play through the scenes in my head. And I'm just going back to like the mini golf scene in the backyard mm-hmm. where the fight happens with all those kids. That's why I could name all those characters so quickly. Yeah. Because they're all in a scene together. I don't know, man. So I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna wait any longer. This is this is uh, insufferable. <laughs> uh, so Marissa Tomei. Oh no idea. She played Kate, whoever that was. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. And um, Josh Groban was the singer. I wouldn't have guessed those. Okay. There's no way. I'm glad I did. And the, spend the more kid time. who played the little boy's name was Jonah Bobo. Jonah Bobo. Who's not a celebrity by any means, but what a name. Jonah yeah, Bobo. Truly. You got five points there. Nice. I'm 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 proud of that one. You should be. I, I listed off the mini golf that scene. One's, in the that here. one's actually a really easy one. So name three uh rom coms based that are based around pregnancy. Knocked up. Yes. Uh around pregnancy. Yeah. They're theme themed around pregnancy. Oh shit. 
I I don't I don't know. You giving up? Yeah. Other than knocked up, I have no idea. Juno, I would say, is a rom com. Oh, right, Juno. Yeah. And Obvious Child, which is like a never heard of it. Jenny Slate gets an abortion. Oh, pregnancy themed, theoretically. Yes. Juno, I forgot about Juno. Uh, yeah. So is that it? You get one friggin' point there. <laughs> I'm a sommelier. So okay, this one worth potentially fifty points. Okay. Uh, what is the highest grossing rom-com ever? Titanic. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Highest grossing? Can I have the year? No, I don't remember the year. I didn't, oh. write, I didn't write that down. Was it the 90s? No. Nope. It was the 2000s? Yeah, it was in the 2000s. Highest grossing of all time. As far as I can tell, it hasn't been beaten. And it's a rom-com? Yeah. Like, high, highest grossing slash most successful. And it was an independent film. I'm giving you way too many hints. It's an independent film. Believe it or not. I have no idea. Supposedly it's um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Ah, I've never seen it. Oh, well, my put big that fat on the Greek list. Wedding. That one was good. And supposedly, so $5 million budget, independent film based on a one-woman show. Yeah. Starring Nia Vardalos, who was a nobody at the time. Yeah. Grossed $368.7 million worldwide. Could you imagine making a movie for $5 million and making almost four hundred? Yeah, but also, did everybody? Did anybody else get any of those like residuals? I don't or whatever? know. I, I can't imagine, or whatever they're called. Did anybody get points? Um, yeah. So wow. there's. So yeah, that's a rom com there. Holy shit! Is Moonrise Kingdom a rom com? I thought you were going to get that one. No, I. I've that's a film I've never seen or thought about. I guess Moonrise Kingdom kind of is. I think it's more coming of age than rom com. Right. But, I agree. But maybe I don't know if you're a child. Can there be a child rom com? Maybe not. I don't know. Because <laughs> um, monogamy, yeah, monogamy as the default for children is like a strange it's thing, weird. thing to impose on kids. Yeah. Anyways, that was a great test. I did not do as well as I uh, thought I'm I would. I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh, there's more. Jeez. Okay. This is the last question. Okay. And it might be the hardest. And also, these are questionably rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> you get a point for every one of these you get right. Okay. And then you get a bonus 25 points for the bonus answers. Sweet. Which of these? So yeah, name as many as you can rom coms based on uh, that are based on classic literature. Mm. So like usually Shakespeare is a hint there. So ooh, Ghost of Girlfriends Past is based off of Christmas Carol, Charles oh, Dickens. Good. Yeah. So I didn't have that one on the list. Oh really? Okay. So cool. there, there's one. Okay, there you go. Twenty six points right there. Nice. Uh, off of Shakespeare, you say. Not just Shakespeare. Oh, I've Off got I've cla- got I've got eight answers. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, this is stressing me out. Actually, Try- actually nine. Oh wow! Not counting the one you already got. Are they all from the two nineties? It's mostly nineties and two thousands. Yeah. One of them is locally made. Locally made. Yeah, but that won't be interesting to anybody who listens to this. You mean in the city? Yeah. Is it that movie with Dane Cook? No. But I forgot about that. Good luck, Chuck. Yeah. I was actually on the set of that movie. I know you were. You worked on a lot of the local movies. I, know, I didn't work on that. My friend was a producer's assistant, and I just went, she was like, hey, you want to come hang out? So oh, I yeah. said, yeah. And then um, I just kind of watched them film stuff with penguins. Uh, they were, they in were, the mall? They came, well, they, no, they, they were, it was in Allard Way, where SCTV used to be shot. Yeah. In like the big global TV studios. So they basically set up the soundstage with a penguin tank. Oh. So they used the West Ed Penguins from West Edmonton Mall, but they didn't shoot it at West Edmonton Mall. 
And I hung out with Dane Cook and Jessica Alba's stand-ins all day. <laughs> and I don't know if they enjoyed themselves, because who am I? Who, I'm just some dude. Just some rando. And they looked just like them, but they didn't look like them at just the same slight, time. Just slightly off, yeah. Yeah. It, was like, yeah. it was very just, I was, basically I just like took a trip to the Uncanny Valley that day. Yeah. So that's a little fun side story. Mike, I gotta be honest, I can't think of anything that's based off of yeah, I'll give you one, and you could, this might this might kind of like get the brains going. Okay. And these are actually mostly skewing more towards teens, actually. Okay. So, ten things I hate about you is one of them. What's that based? You on? don't get points. That's based on Taming of the Shrew, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. Wow, ten things I I would not have guessed that. So yeah, basically, there's like a trend in the '90s and early 2000s of taking old classic literature, making rom coms and coming of age movies about them. Hmm. Uh, to, be, to be honest, I have no idea. Okay, I'll give you another one. Okay. So maybe that'll get the brain going. Yeah. My 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 uh, smooth brain going. Yeah, your freaking smooth My smooth, brain. slippery brain. We'll have to rub it like a genie's lamp. <laughs> uh, she's all that. Oh, okay. It's technically a rom-com. What about She's the Man? Yes, that's one. Yes. With okay. uh, the OG goat, Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Uh, what's that based on? You get 25 points if you get it right. Oh, uh, shit. I have no no idea. Twelfth Night, Shakespeare. Twelfth Night. Um, about a girl? I didn't have that on the list, but what is it based oh, on? Oh, you know what? It's probably not based on a... I was just thinking like Amanda Bynes and the era. What a Girl Wants. Oh, is it What a Girl Wants is what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Oh, actually, there's a couple... There's another one that's based on classic literature with Amanda Bynes. Really? Yeah. What's that called? There's no way I can guess. Sydney White is like a movie about based on uh, Snow White. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed that. Anything? I don't know, man. I don't think I can name any of these. Um, and then uh, also Big Fat Liar, which was based on the works of the Marquis de Sade. Really? <laughs> no. Just oh my god. <laughs> um. So okay. So you you got she's the man at least. Yeah. You didn't get the bonus point. You got ten things I hate at you, but you didn't get the bonus point. She's all that. You got neither of those points. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Any other thoughts? No, I can't I'll give think you of anything. Okay, I'll give you one. A hint it has one has Emma Stone in it. It was Emma Stone's breakout role. Oh, Easy A. Yeah. Yeah. And Based well, on, I have no idea. King Lear. <laughs> well, she's holding a letter on her chest in the on the cover of the movie so I don't know that, that, what classic piece of literature is has a is someone has a letter on their chest Jesus uh, Bob uh, I don't know what okay, is it okay so this dude sp- spent the last three months watching you know nigh on 45 uh, rom-coms but clearly has never read a damn book well yeah I don't have time to I'm watching rom-coms <laughs> so Scarlet Letter is what it's based on oh that I wouldn't have guessed that fuck no oh come on man I, I dropped the Charles Dickens thing right out of the gate I obviously read um Dickens with uh with two K's or one K so there's Clueless oh Clueless which is based on Emma yeah so you don't get those points. I was going to guess Clueless actually well you should have got because Paul Rudd was in that you should have guessed that was it. his breakout okay I'll give you that one What's that one based on? I'll give uh, you the point for Clueless if you can tell me what it's based uh, on. I literally just said it accidentally, but you didn't hear me. Did you? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's Jane Austen. Oh, Jane Austen. Okay, cool. Yeah, no. no but Jane Austen is an author, not a book. What's the book? Oh, uh, well, I, I knew. I knew that. Jane Austen. What did she write? I couldn't even name a single book. Okay, they, this has been made into a movie before. 
multiple times. The most recent time, Pride and Prejudice. No, the first time it had the first time that I remember at least had Gwyneth Paltrow in it. She has a bow and arrow on the cover. Oh, Joe. Doesn't matter. I'm not giving it to you. This is no, this is I, killing me. I don't know what is it. <laughs> it's, it's Emma. Yeah. Supposedly it's Emma. Uh, oh, the book is called Emma. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I think it's Jane Austen. I might begin that wrong. Also, Bride and Prejudice. It's based on Pride and Prejudice, and it is a rom com. It is a uh, well. I said Pride Bob. and Prejudice. So does that count? Do it's I like get? A, do I get the source material at least? Mm, uh, Even though I said it without any awareness. Okay. Well, what's a movie that Pride and Prejudice was made into? A, Rom com of Bride and Okay, fine. You, can, <laughs> you just yeah, told stuff. me. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, there's only a couple more. Yeah. Get over it. Never heard of it. Yeah, I can't remember. I think that one has Kirsten Dunst in it, maybe. Oh. Based okay. on Midsummer Night's Dream. Okay. So supposedly. Yeah. And then the movie Whatever It Takes, based on Serrano de Bergerac. Uh, but then also the movie Roxanne with Steve Martin. Also Yeah, Roxanne. Also based on Serrano. Roxanne's a rom-com? I'd say so. I was going to guess Roxanne. Well, you didn't. Well, frick. Okay, fair enough. I did think of that film, though. I, okay. I forget what it's based on. I'll give you I'll give you three smooth brain points <laughs> because your brain was thinking about it, but it didn't say it out loud. <laughs> okay, all right, fair so enough. I'll give you some pity brain, smooth brain points. Mosquitoes are off the yeah. Chain. Yeah, so this is... And then the last one is hashtag Roxy shot here in Edmonton. Oh, that's a deep cut, dude. Super that's a deep, deep cut, cut. To the point where people listening to this would be like, what? And no one's seen it. No one ever will. Nobody's seen it's it. It's a crap ever. movie. Uh, well, let's calculate these points. Let's calculate these points. So you got... Um, let's see. Let's try to make this not boring. So you got 25 points plus 50. We can edit this out while you do some mukbang. Let me know when you're done. Done what? Chomping. Oh, sorry. Can you hear it? Of course we can. Okay, I'm done. What's the score? Um, yeah, so you ended up with 152.5 points. Nice. Which and is far so, exceeding the uh, rom-com pod god. Sweet. To the point where we never really came up with any other titles. So. You know what's funny, though? I think your your system's a bit flawed. Oh, yeah. I just but made the game up. That's fine. I, I had fun. That's good. I have a hunch all the canies are going to be pissed the at cane, my performance. Friggin' the canines. Get it right. The canines. Sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, so that's the little game. That was fun. I yeah. should do one for you, but like with sure. uh, like furry trivia or something. <laughs> I mean, you're I'm not, just kidding. I'm you're just not kidding. Wrong. You're not wrong. That was tough, Mike. Thank you. Those are fucking tough. Spelling Matthew McConaughey's last name. <laughs> Um, What's your favorite movie of the McConaissance? Favorite film of the McConaissance when he started being good in act in winning. Oh, uh, in winning I mean Oscars. Dallas Buyers Club is really good. Okay. What What about you? Well, True Detective, the full season. Never saw it. It's very good. Okay. He was in Gold and then Fool's Gold, wasn't he? Yeah. He loves gold. He loves gold. <laughs> the dude. The dude can't say no to gold. Um, uh, anyway, that was the uh, that that's was, that's the full podcast. I was, feel like yeah, this, this is, is lengthy. This is me stuttering for an hour and a half trying to think. Yeah, that about was Dermot Mulroney movies. That's a uh, either that's my nightmare. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait, uh, to, edit, can't wait to edit this. There should be a little like a, a super cut of me just going uh. So yeah, that was the uh, from Justin DeCane Rob Compod Romp. In from the, back, the backyard. Live from the backyard. Yeah. yeah. 
We got to hear some sweet sound effects. Oh, many. Helicopter, children, metal clanging. The T-Rexes. Yeah. Oh, that's good, huh? Yeah, that's good. Okay, fuck it. (laughs) It's over. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. 